Fruit line, nothing will ever tear us apart. Two hot guys, two cute guys, two little guys, and we have a surprise. Sick in the head, but we have big cars. We believe in true love. Nothing will ever tear us apart. We believe in true love. Two hot guys, two cute guys. Surprise, surprise. I'm fucking excited. I love sex. Sex feels good. Oh, are you serious? Didn't I tell you to turn your this volume on your phone off? Who texted you, fuckhead? And you got to read it. It's for it's for a soccer team that I'm playing in. It's a group chat. Okay, well, go ahead. All right, hold on. FYI, everyone should have just received an email from me inviting you to the team. You'll have to register online before Tuesday. Shouldn't take long. My buddy, my little buddy Sarando's here. He's an adult. He doesn't have friends. So what he needs to do is go on little soccer teams. He needs to play with his little friends. And after the game, he has to go, you guys want to get a beer later? I would love to get beers with you guys. It's always too late because all of them have kids or whatever, and nobody wants to drink before the games because they're all fucking rare and adults. Um, Yeah. the point of the story is I do soccer for exercise. I enjoy playing soccer with my friends. I also don't like playing soccer with my friends because everyone always gets upset with each other because everyone takes it so serious. Number two, guess what, everybody? Welcome to Sick in the Head. I think that we've been doing season two, even though this might be season three because the second time we started the first time season two was that those shows. But it doesn't matter. We're doing this episode in the same fucking room, sipping on some sweet berry We're juice. Alive. And and guess what? George is laying on bed next to a bottle of tequila. He's a fucking homeless man, I think. I'm a bad boy. Well, I don't drink much. But this is a glorious occasion. Let me spell it out for you guys. Wait. Ch- cheers. 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 We cheers. almost spilled red wine on the on white sheets. But that wouldn't have been good but let me spell it out for you guys. We take um, both of our legal non-resident lawfully wedded wives out to a very fancy dinner. I'm talking Uno's Chicago Deep Dish Pizzeria, baby. And Pasteria. And Pasteria. Mm-hmm. And guess what we got? Thin crust salad. We didn't even get deep dish. Artichoke dip. Yup. And the best part about it? Uh, we didn't get plates. We didn't get silverware. We didn't get seated. Sarandos had to walk up to a guy and go, can we sit? He goes, yes, I'm sorry. I didn't say it like that. I said, hey, pal, I see that you're in the middle of something. Is it possible? Because we've been standing over there for a while. Um, We stayed at the entrance for like five, ten minutes while... A lot of the people that were working there just hanging out at the bar, laughing, looking at us. <laughs> and I walked up to the only guy that was working, actually working in there. And I was like, hey, <laughs> do we have to wait for somebody to seat us or do we just sit? He's like, oh, I am so sorry. I'm going to be let me, actually, you know what? Let me seat you right now. Follow me. And he took us to the most glorious of booths, the big corner. We got booth. the corner booth, folks. You know who gets the corner booth? George Washington. Albert Einstein, um, Benito Mussolini, Pol Pot, 
What was the guy from Asia, the Mongol? Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Uh, who invented the light bulb? Thomas Edison. Oliver and Cromwell. Um, Barack my- Hussein Obama. Who's the verdict is still not out on whether if he's a uh, citizen or not. So he might just be like our wives. He's Indonesian, apparently. Anywho. Great dinner. And uh, we split the check. We each dropped $65 plus tip. The guy did a great job. Hey, our waiter, I, for, I don't know his name. You work at Uno's in Baltimore. You're doing great work. Little buddy, keep working hard. We love you. I hope you listen to the podcast. And, uh, I mean, look, I am just over the moon right now. I feel great. I had a great day. So that's why I'm excited. I had a Bahama Breeze Martin, uh, what was it? Margarita. <laughs> yeah, you looked at the picture in the menu, and you're like, ooh, that looks so refreshing. This big blue pile of ice. Yeah, it looked like, a, like blue Kool-Aid or like Powerade. And yeah. I was like, I want that. Mm-hmm. And you ordered it with some fucking uh, sass, too. You I like, ordered it with vigor. And I drank it, baby. And then I ordered a drink, and then my wife drank it, and I drank her beer, which she didn't decided she didn't want. But yep. I, I, I think we were both happy. I enjoyed the beer more, I think. Yeah, Sorrentos is a pushover, folks. Um, My wife uh, offered me her drink. I sipped it. She didn't sip mine. Because, I sipped yours. Because respect is is needed. So respect is earned. It's taken. Um, anyways, man, you know what? Here's the point of the story is um, when when friends get together and share time with each other and and um, drink blue drinks, man, shit is the best. That's like the, that's the best part of life. So um, we're doing uh, great. Uh, I've been doing so much stand up that I'm over the moon like i'm probably the best comedian in the world um george so much art probably the best artist in the world sarandos um, is the best comedian in wheaton maryland period do you agree <laughs> um i agree but um that air i do so much more than wheaton I do all of D.C. He's the best comedian and the best house painter in all of Wheaton, Maryland. And right now I can see his soft cock bulging out of his jeans because they're tight. That's his fingers rubbing up against his cock on his jeans. (laughs) And his nice. Don't say that, man. That's not what it was. You always say things that people can't see the truth and and people believe you more than they believe me because you have an assertive voice and I just... Like you know what? I'm not a pushover. I just don't like confrontation. <laughs> I would rather just have flow. I would rather have non-confrontational conversation. I don't like confrontation either, buddy. I really don't. <laughs> Sometimes you bring it to the table. No, no. I just like to talk. Listen, the way things work out is the way things work out. You give me some energy, and it might make me feel some type of way. It makes my head hot. You know what's funny? I'm looking at you. I'm looking at the my the image I have of myself in my mind because there's no mirror here, and I'm thinking I'm like, man. You know how they say like opposites attract. Yep. Couldn't have been more apparent with the you and me. 
Well, yeah, you're a demonic witch with blue eyes. You curse every goat you see. I'm a man of God. I'm you... his. I'm his earthly soldier, <laughs> and uh, I'm heavenly. You're demonic, but we're friends and we're both human. You wear brown pants. I wear blue pants. You wear black jacket. I wear green sweater. You wear mm. blue hat backwards. I wear red hat forwards. Frontwards, y'all. You wear glasses. My eyes are blessed by God. No, you are a witch. And you are not invited to my new Christian sect because I've been thinking about this. <laughs> I really have. I've been feeling different. I've been feeling weird. I've been making these paintings. They're icons, okay? Because as you know, we both grew up in the church. Whether we liked it or not, we did. Okay? But I've become disillusioned mm-hmm. with Greek orthodoxy. Okay? You've taken you've taken the path that was set out before you. Um, and some may say you were forced down that path. Some say it was just a, a beautiful choice that you had to make. But... Either way, for you at this moment in the in time in the stratosphere, you, you're fucking doing the right thing for yourself. You know what? Yep. And you are fasting, going by the Greek Orthodox Easter forty days like a dog. I'm not days, because I, I don't recognize it. Because I'm starting a new Christian sect with my icons of devils, fucking angels, sodomizing them, putting guns to their head, sticking fingers in their ass. Uh, mouth-fucking them, ass-fucking them, choking them, shitting in their mouths, yeah, it's pissing tough. in their mouths. Your paintings are pretty tough. And uh, I've started a new Our Father. I only have four lines. You wrote it down? It's only four lines. Oh, my God. Does it have to do with pee-poop and dick no, and stuff? But it's it goes to the uh, same rhythm as I'm a Survivor by Beyonce. <laughs> do you need me to give the music background? No. Okay. And this is just how it starts. It goes... I'm a white bastard, God is my master, you fuck much slower, I fuck much faster. So those are the only first four lines. And I'm feeling good, I'm feeling elated, I started emailing Bible colleges because I want to get a seminary degree. Who have you emailed? Okay, let me get, let me... (laughs) Let me go on Gmail right now. I told him to join a seminary school in Greece and and just so his brain growth would be stunted by the, the church. There's Lancaster Bible College. It says, hi, George. Is God moving you toward academic and spiritual growth? They responded? It was just uh, for information. Oh, like, oh, oh. Well, it says earn your degree online faster than you think. Okay. Um. Now, one thing that kind of kept me on edge is on the website it said, like, you need to abide by all of God's, like, heavenly and earthly laws and shit. And that's a little tricky because, well, what does that mean? Does that mean... uh, The the rules are... It's, like, not a hard line. It's a gray area. It's a very wide, great area. And to be honest with you, the... Like, you could go online... And in five minutes, get your, um, what is it called? When you can marry people. Yeah, but that's some simple shit. And then, when you have that, right, you have the knowledge of God. It's been bestowed upon you from God himself. Now, who is anybody to tell you that you aren't Father George? I want to be Father George, dude. Yeah, I want you to be Father George. I'm telling you the easy way out. I mean, go ahead and email all these seminary schools. I would love to see their responses. 
I want to be Father George. I want to talk to the seminary schools. I want to have conversations with them. I want to show them my icons. Yeah. I want to prove to them that I'm of God. I want to prove to them that I didn't have to go to um, uh, church for 10 years. I, I stopped when I was 16 because my mom, you know, slowly her power over me waned as I got bigger and stronger in the mind of my own. I said, God is gay. I'm not going to church anymore. Um, also, the priest was a Steelers fan, and I hated him for that. And he, <laughs> they'll tell everybody the real reason why you stopped going to church was because the priest was no, a Steelers fan. It wasn't just that, okay? <laughs> it was, but that was a very big factor. It was big. Factor. But he was one of those losers that was like, you miss a Sunday, you might as well just get ready for hell, that kind of shit. And then he would be like, and my Steelers are playing at one, so I better wrap this up looking for jokes and shit. So dumb. But, like, you know, the real Ravens fans in there, like, I would scowl at him. I'd be like, I do not care that you're, like, some guy who's supposed to, like, be God or whatever on Earth. Like, you can automatically suck me off. Yeah, that's so weird that, that, that that's the, the, what people think. But, you know what, man? Here's what I think, okay? Um... You're Father George, and if you need somebody to tell you that you're Father George, I can be that guy. If you need to be like knighted or whatever, or like, uh, you do snipped. not have the authority. I need to find authority, okay? Like Martin Luther, you know who that is? Yeah. No, you don't. That's the problem. You don't know who Martin Luther is. <laughs> he lived in. He did a speech in my city. What city? Washington, D.C. Not Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, Martin Luther. The original Martin Luther. Martin Luther. Whom MLK was named after. Uh King Sr. No. (laughs) Martin Luther was a guy in Germany in like the 1500s. Uh-huh. And he said, Christianity is gay this way. I don't like it. I'm Mm -hmm. doing my own bullshit. Lutheranism. Oh yeah, Lutherarians started. Lutherians started after Marvin Luther. Okay, <laughs> Martin Luther. So Martin Luther King Jr.'s father was white from Germany. Yup, that's awesome. And he started the religion Lutheranism. No, Marvin Luther was born in the 1500s in German. Stupid. Okay, then a black man from Alabama or some such. I don't even know. Had a child and name him. Marvin Luther King. No, his last name was King. Marvin Luther, like how your name is Sarandos Leonidas, how you have two first names. Yeah. MLK's first name was Marvin Lutheran. Stupid. Okay. Uh huh. So he was named after a guy who shook shit up. He shook the system up. So it was like kind of like coming full circle. How Martin Luther shook the system up in Germany back then, and MLK shook America up. So much so that the CIA had to pump them full of lead. Get it? <laughs> it's kind of like when kids, like people that we know, are named after like historical figures. Yeah. And they grow up and they're always like, yeah, I am. I like to shake it up just like my namesake, like. Shakira, like who right. shakes shit up? Shakira, Shakira. Yeah, and they're like, but they actually have never done anything in their lives, and they just yeah. have like raunchy, like real hip. Um, what are those things when you write underneath of in on your Instagram profile? Like, this is who I am. <laughs> it's like a kid named Napoleon who has like one of those long earrings, but it's just one on his <laughs> ear. 
And he has abs and he wears like a half cut shirt and thinks uh-huh. he's sexy, but he's named after one of the greatest generals of all time. And he lives his life and he thinks that he's doing something important, but he's yeah. really just fucking going to a local brewery and hitting the gym and doing way. Yeah, and his dick's always swole because he loves to fuck and he does fuck, but his life is empty. I love Napoleon, man. Napoleon's my kind of guy. Are you kidding? Napoleon was that motherfucker, man. No, no, the, the new one, this guy. That's because you are attracted to him. He's fi- I'm not attracted to men. <laughs> Stop it. Listen, I know someone's downstairs. You will want her to hear what your brain thinks every day. It's okay. But anyway, the real Napoleon used to write letters to his mistress. He used to write letters to her. And he would say, do not wash your pussy. I swear to God, Napoleon was a freak, right? <laughs> and he would write letters to his mistress, not his wife, because he was so horny for her. Mm-hmm. He's like, I cannot wait to just, like, eviscerate the Prussians or whatever the fuck he would yeah. do. I can't wait to literally just kill thousands of people. And my dick, right? My dick is harder than fucking iron right now, is what he was thinking. Mm-hmm. My dick, okay, is harder than... The hardest natural element the planet has ever seen. Diamond? Diamond. Tungsten. Uh, What's the one in Wolverine? Adamantium. Adamantium. So he would write a letter. I think her name was Josephine. And he would be like, I'm coming home in two weeks. Don't wash. Because I like like your pussy just disgusting. <laughs> I swear to God. So, like... Like she had the option in the 1400s to wash anyways? Yes. Not 1400s. Josephine, uh, the, the emperor's fucking mistress? Yeah. You know I mean, she, she yeah, had access but, like, to a they, hot they barely had so- They barely knew what soap was. But... What she, year was soap invented? I don't know. <laughs> ancient, look, ancient China invented everything, and then white people found it like 800 yeah. years later. So they had soap in China, but she could dip her pussy in a hot lake. Okay. Just rinse it off. Yeah, like rinse it. A rinse is better than just dirtier than fucking shit knows what. But <laughs> so, yeah, the greatest men on earth were also disgusting and freakish. Unlike you. See, because you only fuck a missionary style. And no, that's not true. And I can tell. And you're a basic guy. So you like steaks and mashed potatoes. You like only have a sex missionary. You like watching PG-13 movies. Napoleon ate dirty pussy, murdered thousands of people for his own glory. What do you do? You know what you do? Mm-mm. Okay, this is what you do. You volunteer for junior varsity wrestling to be the coach. We're not JV, man, varsity. No. So, thank God there wasn't some fucking legend named Sarandos, because you'd be doing him dirty right now. But me, St. George, the man who slayed the dragon? <laughs> I'm making him proud. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guess when soap was invented? 1842. It's a very broad subject, because one, one site here says that it that ancient Babylonians understood understood soap making as early as twenty eight hundred BC. But then he goes <laughs> and then it goes, did soap exist in the eighteen hundreds? 
and for most of the 19th century and into early 20th century, soap companies made real soap. But in the early 1900s, German engineers discovered an alternate cleaning product, a synthetic called detergent. So that was pretty cool. That's how they washed their vaginas. Okay. So the last time you came here and you stunk like shit, you never you never found so invented soap? Did you see do you understand there's a question on the internet that says do humans need soap? And you know what the answer is? What? You do you don't need to use conventional soaps in your daily hygiene routine. All okay. you absolutely need bare bones to stay clean is water, just water. Water does a fine job of rinse, rinsing dirt away without stripping vital oils from your skin. Hmm. So you, maybe you were right. Hot bath, no soap. Wash the dirt away from the vagina. If you were a general who became super strong and powerful like Napoleon. That was it's very likely that that would have happened. Yes, continue. What would you write to your mistress? Would you ask her to wash her pussy? Or would you ask her to keep it dirty like Napoleon did? There's no way <laughs> that that would be a request coming out of my my brain. I know. No fuck. That's so wild, dude. It's d- disgusting. Could you imagine just like a like you could barely open it because it's like crusted together? Yeah, dude. It's disgusting. That's how you know, like, men who were just extraordinary were also just the most depraved pieces of shit. That's why I'm happy to be, like, the most average guy in the whole wide world. But I'm the the funniest because I'm the best comedian. Uh, Right. My dog is crying. I can hear her. I know. I feel bad. Little baby. Agnes is a dog who has a grown dog's body with a baby dog's legs. That's my dog. And she's a beautiful dog um, that is very respectable, but then gets really excited and jumps like a cat. You talking shit? No, I really love your dog. I'm just trying to explain it for all your beautiful listeners. That's why you're afraid to have a pet. <laughs> I'm not afraid. <laughs> I make logical decisions. Right. Oh, was I'm, that not gonna just, I'm not going to just get a dog or a cat because somebody else wants to make decisions get dogs and cats and regret it. You leave your wife in your parents' fucking basement. How logical is that? I should lock her in there. Okay, this is what you should do. You should take your cock out, smash it Where? in the door, the basement door. On an anvil with a hammer? No, just in the door. Drop an anvil on it like in cartoons? No. You should take your cock out. Pause. Jerk it off. Pause, pause, pause. Let it get hard. Pause, pause, pause. And scream. Scream before you do it so your parents and your wife can come running. And see it, witness it. Yep, and then the second they come, (laughs) you smash it. Your dad won't be surprised. You want to hear a funny story? Yeah. The other day I was driving to work. And I got work. Picked up, I picked up the phone to give my friend a call who he had just lost his dad like a few weeks ago. Give him a call to see how he's doing, whatever. And uh, he hands his phone. He's like, yo, he's like, I just had my phone in my hand. I was just about to fucking call you. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, I had a fucking dream about you last night. And I'm like, what? And he goes, 
yeah, man, it was a fucking awesome dream. He was like, I came up out of my basement and upstairs in my living room, Dave Grohl was sitting in my living room and he was like, he wanted me to build him a car, but he was sitting there with his entire drum set, like playing the drums. And, and then we w- went outside so he could show the car to me. And I was out there or you, like he was saying you were out so I was out there, and he wanted me to, like, do the cut, all the custom work, like, do the work, whatever, on the car. So I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. It's funny, whatever. And then, no exaggeration, three minutes after that phone call, I get a phone call from somebody else who's like, hey, man, I just had a dream about you last night that we were at a wrestling tournament, and you were in a pea coat and, like, a top hat, like the way, like, the coaches in the NFL used to dress in the 60s. And he's like... And, he, and the only he's like, why the fuck were you dressed like that? You're not fucking coaching in the in, in Antarctica. <laughs> and then I get to work, and the guy I was doing work this for, part's a friend lie. of mine, Go on. huh? Nothing. It's not. The, the last part's a lie. No, it's not. <laughs> Go ahead. I get to the job, and my friend, who I was working, I was doing work and stuff. He goes, "Hey man, I had a dream about you last night that you and and your wife were coming over, and I was stressed out because I wasn't home and you were almost there." And Guess what? That's three people who had a dream about me in the same night, and I went and played the lottery. And guess what? I didn't win. Why do you deny that you're a witch? Three separate people had a dream about you in the same, same night. night. You're fucking cursed. <laughs> that I know of. Could have been more. I am having some tequila blanco santo. Let me taste it, man. I got to know who owns it. I believe it's Sammy Hagar and... Uh uh, what's his Guy name? Freri. Guy Fieri. Fieri. But, um... Ooh. It's a very artisanal bottle. A square, rectangular shaped with a round neck. Uh, reminds me of a, uh, a neck that I would like to ring on a human being. What's this? That looks like you're stroking a cock, actually. God, you're so fucking, um twisted in your head you're the twisted man i'm not dumb either uh three people had dream about you um you have blue eyes in a country where that's not normal your friend was afraid that you were going to curse his sheep um (laughs) the 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 bags under your eyes are always dark i've had i haven't been sleeping good these past few days why not you want to tell me i slept i fell asleep on the couch one day and every once in a while if i've had like a like a drink or two and I go to sleep and I sleep like straight on my back or don't have good posture in my sleep. The back of my throat where like the flap is like, what is that called? The adenoids, whatever they called. Yeah. They swell up so much that my entire like throat, it just gets, cl- it just closes and I can't like breathe. I can't, As you're like, awake all day. It, ha- it feels like the skin like stretches out or like c- detaches from something. And it just closes my bre- my breathing passage, though my, and I just can't like it. It's so annoying because it just makes me want to gag all day because it's like feels like something's in the back of my throat. And I know um, I know what George is thinking right now when no. I say things like that. This is what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking you, like a normal human being, goes, "I can't breathe. I need to rush to the doctor." You know, I just sat up on the couch and slept. <laughs> You're a fucking weird guy. You sleep up straight because there's a serious <laughs> issue with you. Like, this is why you don't. <laughs> Listen, man, I can sleep, man. I'm a good sleeper. 
I the only it's the only thing that I'll ever brag about in my entire life is how much I can fucking sleep like better than anybody else. One time I was at a wedding and I got hammered and it was in New York and my cousin we all went to this bar after the wedding and everyone was like hammered everyone gets a fucking Uber and taxis to get home and me and my cousin were like listen we're not going to wait for a fucking taxi it was like another 45 minutes I was like we could just walk to the house in 45 minutes and it was like 4 o'clock in the morning and we start walking and my shoes hurt so bad so I took them off I was like walking like a like a bitchy girl like pissed off drunk in New York <laughs> And as I was walking, I was walking so slow. My cousin was like a block ahead of me and he kept turning around looking at me. And I, I was sleeping as I was fucking walking, like falling asleep while I was standing up walking. This is an issue with your brain, a serious issue. <laughs> like your brain's not firing for consciousness, but it's firing for your muscles moving in your legs. This is not normal. This is a serious <laughs> issue. You are sick like you really are. and You need help. And I'm telling you, the second you go to the doctor and they do like a brain scan, mm-hmm. they're going to find something. They're not going to find it. You know what they're going to find? What? Genius. Genius brain. Fucking uh, that I'm the emperor and I'm going to be great. I'm a great guy. That's what they're going to fucking find when they scan my brain. Listen, man, I've had enough of this. I'm going to raise my voice now. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to put my foot down. Nobody's going to tell me that I'm not, uh, I have problems with my brain. Okay? Only me. I'll say that about myself. Ancient Greek proverb about yelling and staying calm. I don't remember what it is, but that's what I'm saying because you will find it one time. You will read it. You will know that being calm is better than yelling, except when I'm raising my voice because mine is justly and it is divine. Heavenly almost. All right, man. God damn it. I love Christ. (laughs) Listen, man, I do love Jesus. I think I love God. I know what I'm. I love that fucking Arab too. You know what's funny? What? You know what I was thinking about the other day? Because um, I was thinking about um, how how easy it used to be to just get fucking opioids from the doctors. Hell's yeah! <laughs> I was rem- I was. We, there's so many kids doing. Um, what's that new drug that everyone's done? Fentanyl. Trank. Trank and fentanyl and shit like that. Yeah. And it's like sad because like all these little kids are dying because they're doing it. But God wants children. So and I was Back trying to remember kingdom. me doing drugs, and which I don't really I never really did drugs. But one time I got my wisdom teeth taken out and they put me to sleep and they had to take all four out. And then the doctor prescribed me with Oxycontin. And I was like, I mean, if he knows best. Right. So I went and got the prescription and I took one that day that I left. But like which. He, I guess the doctor did such a good job where I was like lucky. I didn't swell up at all. I was like pretty fucking good. And I took an Oxycontin and I felt loopy as shit. Like I was like outside of my body, like looking at myself, like floating. Feels good. And I ate a cheeseburger, spaghetti with meat sauce, and then I fucking walked to Chipotle. <laughs> what? The same day I got all four of my wisdom teeth taken out after I took a fucking Oxycontin. Dude, you should not have eaten all that. Like, you know what can happen if those dry socket were, yeah, and dry shit like socket. that. Yeah, but uh, that fucking oxycotton got me going, bro. Dude, and then I gave the I gave the whole thing to my dad. I was like, Dad, I don't think I should take these anymore because I'm an adult, make logical decisions for myself. Stupid, I should have kept them and sold them. Anyways, Absolutely. and then my dad had the that fucking little bottle of oxycotton that he used to take one every once in a while when his like back hurt. And he had it for like 14 years 
Uh, it just kept taking the Oxycontins. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I got a story like that, very short. I got some Percocets prescribed to me for, like, this pain in my hip because I cracked my hip as a teenager, like a hairline fracture. Yikes. And it never, like, fully healed or some shit. Anyway, I went there. I was, like, 23. He gave me some Percocet. He's like, there's not much I can do. But, you know, I'll give you something for the pain. I took one, and, yeah, I felt good. But I wasn't loopy because at that point I'd have abused drugs for years. And it was mm-hmm. like, my body's like, this is nothing. <laughs> so one of my friends who is now a junkie, like a stone-cold junkie, I guess that's foreshadowing what's about to happen. He goes, dude, um, I'll take those off you, right? And I'm like, well, I mean, you know, on the street, these are like five bucks a pill. I got, you know, ten of them. That's 50 bucks, you know. And uh, he was like, um, I have this uh, vintage Hulk Hogan snapback. And I'm like, let me see that thing. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Yeah. So we trade. I gave him. <laughs> I gave him my ten, my ten Percocets, or no, nine, because I took one. It was forty-five bucks for this awesome. Do you still have it? Hulk Hogan? No, I lost it. I got oh, drunk one God. night and lost it. I know it was like the best head I ever had, dude. It said Hulkamania on it, and it was yellow, and the uh, the brim was red, and the letters were oh, red. Oh my God! And it was in that like electric Hulkamania um font. That dude, it was so good, and I was like, that was so worth it, dude. I'm kind I, of sad that you lost that because you don't know, my, you don't know about it. Per, five per like five milligram Percocets, they're really big and bulky, and they're like filled with Tylenol. Like it's just like filler, mm-hmm. so they suck. You can't even snort them. Yeah. I don't do drugs anymore, but the real good ones, you crush them up, all right, and you roll up a one dollar bill, okay. You find the Little Mermaid book, <laughs> a hardback children's Little Mermaid. It sounds really uh what specific specific. Depictive, you are so smart, dude. I love how smart you are, for real. Yes, very depictive. In my friend's basement, <laughs> his little this sister's... This is how you would do it if you did it. His little sister's yeah. hardback Little Mermaid book. Okay. Going to a pharmacy in Dundalk just to buy candy. And a, a guy out there goes, I got 30s. All right? What are 30s? Percocet at 30s milligrams or yeah i think it's milligrams fives are the weakest ten, it goes 5 10 20 30 i think mm-hmm. it might be 15s i don't know and me and my friend look this is the pick the hypothetical of course me and my friend look at each other and go excuse me buddy what did you say he said i got 30s and we go okay and, th- you know, just in case we go, maybe, if this yeah, happened. if this was ever to happen, yeah. And he, maybe, he goes, yeah, my friend just got caught shoplifting in there. And they said, I, we either uh, pay up the, the shit he bought or the cops are coming. I need $60. I said, okay, we'll buy three of them then. It's 20 bucks a pill, right? Mm-hmm. He goes, yeah. So, hypothetically... <laughs> Uh, me and my friend buy three 30 milligrams in Dundalk because his friend was shoplifting in that pharmacy. And we go to his basement and grab his little mermaid hardback book <laughs> that was his sister's when she was a child <laughs> and get the bottom of the TV remote control. Hypothetically and, here. Right. Depictively, like my friend Sorrento said. Depictively. Smash it up with the bottom of the remote control. Grab a dollar bill out of the wallet, wrap it up really tight, 
Let Eastbound and Down start playing on yes. the TV. Smort uh, one. Yeah, I love hypotheticals. And sit down in a chair and chuckle like a fucking redacted person for the whole episode. Let me tell you something, man. What? The hypothetical is the best. And I'm just, I was just picturing, like, if this were to ever happen in the future, or if it had, you know, if it was, like, ever to be a hypothetical. Just imagine you doing that with a cool Hulkamania hat on your head. Just makes me so happy for you. Yeah, man. Or, you know, hypothetically, again, you go to this area called Dundalk, very close to an area called Greektown, where hypothetically I was born and raised in. And depictively and hypothetically, you go there to buy acid and mushrooms. Yeah. Do you... And hypothetically, you work with a guy who is cousins with an 18-year-old kid that's already been committed to mental institutions because he's taken too many psychedelics himself. This is nuts, man. You know what's the nuts and the most nuts part about this is that it's all hypothetical. Right. That's the fucked up part. So hypothetically, we're all waiting in my friend's grandmother's green Oldsmobile outside of the Planet Fitness in Dundalk. Where this hypothetical 18-year-old lunatic told us to wait. And depictively and hypothetically, my friends get tired of waiting, but I still want to. So they leave me there, and hypothetically, I have a membership at this Planet Fitness. (laughs) So I decide to go on the elliptical until he texts me. Shut up. And 45 (laughs) minutes later, it starts pouring rain, and I get the text as it's pouring. And this 18-year-old lunatic says, meet me in front of the Planet Fitness. So, again, theoretically, I walk outside, but he's a lunatic. He's scared and he's paranoid, and we've only met three or four times. So he looks at me, he looks left and right and goes, no, 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 this doesn't feel right. Meet me behind the Planet Fitness. But it was a chain of stores. Hypothetically. Hypothetically, which meant you can't just cut. To the to the, the alley, the you had to go all the way around in the pouring rain. So I did do that in this, you know, what if scenario, medical scenario, and I bought the acid and the mushrooms. <laughs> Both, yeah, yeah, hypothetically, right. And I go home. I call someone else because they left, mm-hmm. and I go. I got some acid. I'll give you a tab if you pick me up from Planet Fitness and drive me home. <laughs> so they did. <laughs> but at that point, my who, friends. Who was it? Uh, it's a friend of mine who uh. lives on hypothetically Umber Street in <laughs> Greektown. And uh, I end up going home, but my friends had abandoned me, so I wasn't sharing with them. But I still wanted to get high. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't a party. There wasn't friends. So. I take it by myself in my childhood bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Did you put a hot rod on the the DVD? No, no. So I start feeling nice, and I'm like, what should I watch? And this movie called Slammin' Salmon is on Comedy Central. (laughs) (laughs) So I start watching Slammin' Salmon while I'm beginning to trip, and I think it's the greatest (laughs) movie ever. Because I'm that was my nickname in middle school. Because I'm what? 
Some people call me Slamming Salmon. Why is that? Because I was a slamming dude, bro. And salmon kind of sounds like Sam. And that's what people used to call. Yeah, but salmon are pink, gushy fish that get mauled by bears. No, man. Salmon are fucking hardworking fish that swim upstream. So anyway, I love hypotheticals. And, yeah, um, man. Hypotheticals are the best, especially when they include hypothetical drugs. Yeah, man. And um, and you know what the better, what's better than hypotheticals is really depictive hypotheticals. Yes, absolutely. And, um, you know, while my brain is like on fire right now, just working since we're here, just hanging out, uh-huh. um, you know, uh, depictively, um <laughs> I love you know what the best part about this is all it reminds me of is like when you do hypotheticals like that like the ones you were talking about it reminds me of that one time when we were when we were in Greek town and hypothetically crimes were committed when we were walking around a Greek town yes hypothetically a guy hit a a kid with his car I believe no 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 I remember talking about was that the same that wasn't the same night I don't remember where hypothetically some watermelons got stolen or something or Oh, yeah, I had a hypothetical uh, friend of mine uh, of the Afro-American persuasion. Um, uh, and I don't want to say his name. Let's just say his name is... Uh, hey, cheers. Cheers, buddy. Let's just say his name is Jack Jeffers. Mm-hmm. Okay? And, um, <laughs> and hypothetically with his friend, the same one who stole watermelons, me and him decided to go to Armstead Gardens, which mm, hypothetically is a is a gated community full of poor white people next to the Gentleman's Gold Club on Pulaski Highway. Route 40. Route 40, and buy Xanax from a Dominican guy with Jim Jones braids. <laughs> the shit that people used to have to do to get drugs, man. I know, dude. That was the best, man. People are still going to be so boring in the future because everything's just going to come from the government. Because it's not like a journey. Like, yeah. it's not like a fucking pilgrimage to get, like, The government just, like, get, they're like, well, heroin's a problem, but we just got to give it to them so they get it clean. Yeah, <laughs> like... But anyway, hypothetically, let's hypothetically. say uh, we thought it would be a good idea to drop the Xanax that we bought into a cup of liquor and down it. Hypothetically, or what kind of liquor? Hypothetically, um, I believe it was Pinnacle Vodka at the time. Oh now, for you young folks, <laughs> I don't even know if Pinnacles are around anymore. But when I would go to the liquor store at 18 years old and have a beard and they wouldn't card me, mm-hmm. um there would be like a hundred bottles of Pinnacle Vodka on the shelves. Yo, they would be like the nastiest flavors, like lollipop and cotton candy. Cotton candy like, was the one, right? Like strawberry sundae and shit. So Mango just this, lime. Yeah, like the sweet fucking shit. So we popped the Xanax in the liquor and drunk it. Okay? I woke up the next day, didn't remember anything, hypothetically. Hypothetically, yeah. Google a little bit. Turns out you drink on Xanax, you forget your memory. You don't remember things. It comes back to you like a week later. Okay. Did it all come back to you a week later? I mean, hypothetically. Well, I woke up that morning and my friend, the watermelon thief who Sarandos knows, my friend who I took the Xanax and alcohol with, calls me and says there's 10 bikes in his backyard. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't remember anything that's happened. Uh-huh. And after about a week, I remember he remembers. And what happened was I was walking around Greektown with him, watching him steal bikes. <laughs> and I was just like, dude, what are you doing? Stop. This is dumb. Wait, you know? uh, how, how did he get to him? Were you guys 
like dropping him off and we were dropping him off in his backyard. Come on, just walking around. That's the worst. We were so fucked up. It was so stupid. It was like three a.m. too. It was retarded. That's the best, man. And um, back then I had a knife because I was paranoid. Like I'm still am, but Uh back then I was more paranoid. And I had a knife. Like, what am I gonna do? Like, I'm a fucking pussy. I'm never gonna stab anyone. So I had a knife, and he was like, "George, give me your knife, right?" And he takes it out, and he's like doing tricks with it, all fucked up, and he slices his hand. So that night, hypothetically, he sliced his hand and stole 10 bikes, and I was witness to all of it. Hypothetically. Anyways, um, that's nuts, man. But I love those type of stories, and I got a million more hypothetical ones. But uh, I love hypothetical stories that I also have some But yours are only hypothetical drink yourself that's in not a depressive true. state. I'm a cool guy, man. I used to hypothetically used to like do things for drugs. Well, I know that giant nose of yours has sniffed some fucking cocaine. I know that. <laughs> that's not. But let's not, let's not bring, it take that not. out into the world. It has not. Okay. <laughs> but it's okay. This is the thing. People born with huge noses, like, and this is all I'm saying, because I'm not, I've never actually seen you do it. I'm uh-huh. not just saying this for the podcast. I've done it plenty uh-huh. of times, but whatever. You're a fucking, you're a scared guy. You don't want to be true. You don't want to be honest. Um, people with giant noses, like let's say Adrian Brody, right? Actors like like people uh-huh, like that uh-huh. with those giant noses. Cocaine is so easy for them. It's probably so fun. Look, can I tell you something? When you have a big nose, like you wouldn't understand. You have like an average sized nose. It's nice and round, plump. You have like a Santa Claus nose kind of mm-hmm. thing. When people have big noses, decent sized nostrils, it's like, how do you explain? It? How do you say it? You do things that you don't even think that you wanted to do because it just comes to you. Yes. They you know, go, that guy has a huge nose. I bet he would scarf down some of this funky white china. Tall, tall people sometimes play Can basketball. Uh, big wieners. They Porn do out. pornos. Um, big noses. Big brains. They E equals MC squared. Big, fat, sloppy cunts get fisted. Right? Big noses. Yeah. Sometimes do drugs. Absolutely. <laughs> now, uh. not me anyways, but anyways, but I've seen other big noses do drugs, man, and it's fun to watch other people do drugs. Sometimes when my American friends, they used to, we used to make jokes about like, like being good, good, uh, loyal boyfriends and, and not having sex with other women. And mm-hmm. then, but like, all right, your other friends are like fucking and uh, and sometimes all you want to do is watch, right? I'm just saying this is what people talk about sometimes. Okay. <laughs> your face change hypothetically. Anyways, so and- Sarandos is hypothetically saying this. <laughs> yeah. About he wants to watch his friend fuck. I don't want to watch anybody fuck. I'm just saying when you have friends Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Did you just get hit, hit with like a reality? Yes. <laughs> I got you in this bedroom. You're drinking. Yep. <laughs> and, I'm gonna try. and you're looking at me. Your eyes are glossed over, just like when you were on that motorcycle looking at the edge of that mountain in Greece. You're just like this is, and you and you know what and it he's is. Getting closer too right now. And the I need be- back up. <laughs> the best part about it is, is when you, George doesn't have get a knife it. on him. Get your hand away for real. It's on the bed. Okay. So listen, man. Sometimes when you're when. You're forced to make a decision, and and it nothing more like there's adrenaline pumping through your body, and it's like you got to make that fucking decision quick, right? Yeah. It's like, and there's nothing more fucking, no no better rush in the world than should I just drive off the cliff 
or should I just try and retain life? You know, yeah, I know because I know you well. But the thing is, I don't ever want to watch other people have sex. But it was a joke. It was a running joke amongst friends. And right. I taught them the Greek word for saying it was just what? mati, just I. Okay. Right. Just like I want to do mati. And all my American, like a bunch of like my African friends were like, oh, I love mati. And they would like, they'd be sitting there like looking at women and they'd be like, hey, man, Mati's the best. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, man. Um, also, you think that that subpar story was brought to you by Sarandos Tripolis and his Levi crew neck that he bought at the Levi outlet <laughs> earlier in Maryland. <laughs> anyway, buddy. Um, Shut up, man. Um, posin and oran and ehumen kanin. Sarandan hohton and leptan. That was a uh, fluent Greek. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. I speak Dorian. George, George, man, I I don't like the way I've been changing the way I've been holding the microphone in my hand the whole time because you keep changing the, and every time you do that with the thing, because I don't have the headphones in, it sounds. Like <laughs> it sounds like when you're it's like. Does it? Yeah, it sounds a lot. Fuck. Why did you tell me that? Because I'm laying on the fucking bed and the I got to maneuver. The bed doesn't make any noise. Your hand on the but mic. But I have to maneuver because I have, like, liquor that I'm trying to drink and I'm trying to, like, walk, like, move around and Last shit. Last week, you also ruined the podcast with your static. Now you're ruining it with your the rub in the microphone. You did the static. Also, you should have told me the first moment you heard it i just heard it now i realized it i just realized that now i haven't i haven't been wearing the headphones the whole time man you're an alcoholic you like alcohol more you're gonna drive your wife drunk home tonight i'm not she's drunker than i am i don't drive drunk i'm not drinking okay hypothetically drinking i've seen you drink tonight you're a disgrace and you should have never ever crossed me let me, I have a question for you. Yeah. What do you think the best way to raise a child is? Keep him in a cage. <laughs> uh, like Bilo? Like who? Like your retarded brother Bilo from Vorat. Anyway, yeah, Bilo. Whatever, dude. Uh, keep him cage. Feed him porridge. Feed him uh, feed him scrapple. Things cheap and easy to come by. Have you eaten Scrapple? I love Scrapple. I'm a pig. Like, my wife sees me eat it, and she's like, I want to throw up. I don't know if I've ever had Scrapple in my and life. And when I, like, literally, I didn't know Scrapple was only like a... The leftovers? Like, like a three-state thing. It's like Pennsylvania, Maryland, and like Delaware or yeah. something. Yeah, disgusting. I thought it was like a nationwide thing. And my wife saw it, and she was like, that makes me sick every time you order that. I'm like, why? It's just like fried meat. And then like I thought about it and I'm like, oh my God, it's called Scrapple. Scrap. It's just meat scrap. And I've just been scarfing it down my throat since I was a kid. I've never had Scrapple. And that's honestly, I'll take that to the grave. It's delicious. I'm not even going to lie. Can I tell you something? This is my new catchphrase. I'll take that to the the grave. And what I meant to say the first time and I messed it up and I'm going to stick with it now is I'll take it to the bank, but not take it to the grave. So. I'm going to take that to the grave. I've never had scrap in my entire life. Okay. And I'll take that to the grave, too. And I love that catchphrase. And I think that um, 
you know, I'll experiment with that too. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Did you like that? We'll see who sounds Fist better it. saying it. Found and it. Uh, and we'll see who uh, whose catchphrase it becomes. It's mine. Um, catchphrase. I created it on Feb, um, March Sunday, March fifth at eight thirty-two p.m. And by the way, shout out to the Bastard Disciples. We haven't talked about this in a while, but uh, I have my fans, and Sorandos has his. I believe his are called the Car Guys. I can't remember. <laughs> what are they called? Um, the Pit Crew. Oh, bro. right, 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 right. <laughs> Shout out to the Bastard Disciples. Um, if you are a Christian, then you have to renounce your uh, your uh, uh, goddamn fucking uh, denomination and come over to Father Josh. No, you don't have to denounce anything. You could do two at a time. No, that's only if you're in the Pit Crew. I have rules. I'm open. Everybody has their own rules and my rules, okay? My rule means everyone has their own rules, but everyone just respect everybody. Be a nice person. And if you want to have fun, uh, have fun on everybody's terms. His cock is twitching in his jeans right now. It's not. He has you issues. You can't even see it. Every time I sit somewhere, you always look straight at my cock and balls, man. I'm not the one with the issues. You're the one with the Ford. Dude, you always sit in the gayest way. Your fucking legs are wide open. You're, <laughs> you're, you're laying back in this fucking chair, and your cock is like eye-line with my eyes, dude. You're the one laying on the bed, fed, head forward with your feet up behind you, twiddling your feet like like a little girl with her, your, hand, your hands lying. underneath of your chin, See? both of them, and then your eyeballs are like eight inches away from my wiener. Because you do too much. No one believes that because you did too much. And I do not do too much. And you right now, again, you're looking suspect <laughs> the way you're sitting. And I'm being a nice guy. There's only one chair in this room. It's the house that I live in, so I'm being respectful. I gave him the chair. I'm laying on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, the, I was driving in New Jersey the other week. Your eyes look ago. black right now. It's because I'm the devil. God, you're fucked up. You're the one that's on drugs. Your eyes look blue and like like sky blue in the day, and now they're just black. <laughs> Listen dude. to me, man. Shut up. One you second. Are fucked up. Three people dreamed about you in the same night. Your eyes turn black when you drink. <laughs> you get horny in the company of men, and you were married to a woman. You're a fucked up human being, dude. You're I mean, a creature. all that stuff, all that stuff that you say, it's not true. It's your opinion, okay? And you make these beautiful listeners believe it. No, they don't. What are you calling them? Stupid? No, I call them trust trustworthy people. The you. pit crew are all pieces of shit. No, they're not, man. They're beautiful fucking people, man. Shut up. I was driving to New Jersey the other day and I saw this billboard and it and was his lawyer it was a lawyer billboard <laughs> and you know what his pitch was how to get people he what? goes come to me i'm the funniest lawyer in all of new jersey <laughs> that's what you would do dude yeah. if you're a lawyer <laughs> who was it bender and bender <laughs> the funniest like that's gonna get you your case one the lawyer is so funny well if you had a case you'd go to him because you love funny you think you're funny you would love a funny lawyer <laughs> You would love to sit in a fucking room and just talk funny shit. <laughs> What's better than doing that? Just sitting in a stressful room and talking about stressful shit? Yes, I need I need a lawyer with Asperger's, dude. Get right to the fucking facts. No small talk, no nothing. No eye contact, no yeah, nothing. Yeah, no one try to fuck me. <laughs> no sex shit, no weird sex shit going on. Every once in a while he's just really sweaty. Yeah. 
and me just thinking if this guy's a soul or not. <laughs> you know what I mean? If he if his brain just is like firing electricity, if he doesn't have a soul, he's just like retarded and just like is operating like a robot. And if I like follow him to his car and hit him in the back of the head with like something blunt and then pipe. kill him, would it matter? Lead pipe. Yeah, like if he dies and he doesn't have a soul. What happens? Nothing. It doesn't matter. I saw a ghost. I know. That would be a ghost. That's what would happen. Hold on. I'm going to move. Did it make the noise? No. Really? Yeah. Only when you rub the mic, like you changed your hand. Also, if you can hold, if you hold it like a cool guy, like. <sighs> I did an open mic last night. <sighs> I made everybody laugh. Oh, I'm so random. I love making people laugh. It's my favorite thing in the whole wide world. I'm not even funny, man. I hate it. I wish I was so much funnier. <laughs> Shut up, dude. <laughs> hmm? Ah, dead air. One time, I wanna, Listen. one time in my life, that's all I want to do, is I just want to be able to go to a, like a comedy place and they just be like, oh, hey, man, yeah, you don't have to wait in line at all. <laughs> they just put me on stage. That's all I want. All you have to do is do this for 10 more years. You know how many years I've been doing it? I've been counting. You It doesn't count because you know. do it on and off. When you come back from Greece, you start at zero. Do you get, you get that? I understand. Everyone's so how many years opinion. have you been doing it on and off? Tell zero. us all. Zero. I guess you just started back. Oh, with your stupid brain before I told you that. One year. It's my first year. <laughs> Go ahead. 2016, I started... So long. How many times did you go to Greece from 2016 to 2023? Probably 14 times. <laughs> Probably more, actually. So you are a more, you are <laughs> more of a professional vacationer than you are a comic. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, I'm proud Get of it? it. I'm proud of it. So don't sit around and go, man, why can't I? Oh. I'm not complaining. I know oh. I don't. I know I'm not. I don't do it like better. Oh. I'm not complaining. Why can't I, man? I'm not complaining. I know I don't deserve it. This is what you do. You buckle down. All right? Knuckle Listen up. to me. You buckle down. You knuckle up. You write a joke. Then you start to jerk off, but you don't let yourself calm. <laughs> All right? It's not as impossible. Okay, go ahead. No, no, no. And then your balls start to hurt. You write another joke. You do it again. You don't calm. Is that how you paint? Yeah. And you write another joke. You jerk off. You don't calm. Same thing over and over again, right? Uh-huh. And then you nut. On the jokes? No. Uh-huh. And then you read them all back. And you crumple that whole paper up and throw it away. <laughs> and then you climb to the top of your house. <laughs> this is a big house. You scream for your parents. You go, ah, I'm on the roof, right? So your parents run out in their pajamas. They uh -huh. see you, uh -huh. okay? Uh -huh. And you go, I'm going to make it, Mom and Dad. I'm going to make it. But you say it like that. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it, Mom and Dad. <laughs> And your dad's going to go, Sarando, get, get down there. Get down from there. You go, I hate your mustache. I hate your mustache, Dad. I seen your cock when I was little. <laughs> I seen your cock when I was little. I, didn't, I It was big. Yeah, do I suppress nice. memories? In, in of course you do. Memory? That's why I got to go therapy. Does it help? I went to therapy and I remember that I threw a chair. <laughs> I was in the fourth grade and my teacher gave me detention. And I started like just screaming like. 
fuck you, shit like that. Did you? And then he was like, go to the principal's office, right? And I was like, ah, I grabbed my chair. And he was like a hippie, right? This weird, he would make us sit in a circle with our chairs. Yeah. So I, gr- I started dragging my chair. I walked like 10 feet away from the circle, and I flung it at the window. I was trying to smash the window with my chair, but I didn't break it. <laughs> you're so weak. And just the whole old. class was just staring like it was dead quiet. I just lost it, dude. I was so fucking weird. Yeah, man. So you remember cool stuff like that, and you try to, <laughs> and you try to figure out what's wrong with you and shit like that. But the good thing is, if you're that fucked up and weird when you're like nine, then you know it's just like some genetic shit. So it's like, well, you know, at least my dad's a fucking retard, and that's why I'm now. I mean, a redact, a redacted man. That's you're why not now. I'm redacted. You're so smart. So the same thing with your dad, like. Your dad has a giant mustache that indicates he goes to glory holes after his job. <laughs> no. Hold on, relax. Yeah, indicates. It, it's what it indicates. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. The same way pain in your, where's your um appendix? Left or right? Left, lower, lower left. Let's say lower left, I don't know. The same way like intense pain in your lower left side indicates appendicitis. A mustache, a giant old mustache indicates... A man who likes to suck cock at glory holes. Um, that's all it indicates. Indications. I'm not saying it's true. Uh-huh, I believe it. So, like, it's genetic. Looks like Freddie Mercury. It's genetic. Mm-hmm. So. Should I just leave a mustache? Yeah. You should go glory holes, too. <laughs> <laughs> and you should taste it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have other people write jokes while I'm doing the glory hole yep. and let them not come and then tell them to <laughs> That could work. Talk about, go- talk about ghost writers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, we surpassed one hour. One Bye. hour, one minute. George has had enough. He feels so uncomfortable in this, in this room enclosed with a man who's sexually uh, attractive. To women join join the new sect i haven't come up with the name yet um bastard disciples i love pit you crew. you are my children pit crew uh pit crew you are pathetic. the best you are pathetic best. equals best, best, to this man and uh you know god love you god fuck you god suck you and, we had uh, a conversation earlier while we were having beautiful dinner about how successful we're going to be with this podcast it's going to rise to the top cream of the crop and we're going to do video of it too um, and you guys going to watch us <laughs> so uh share subscribe like uh, it don't kill yourself mm-hmm. yeah we need to uh, we need try we need to listeners. suck yourself fail miserably <laughs> jerk off just be a happy person, man. Just be live, live life. I wake up in the morning, go outside, take a deep breath in your nose, out of your mouth, and just say, listen, life, you're not going to stop me today. And then you just fucking run through all the brick walls. And that's why I don't need therapy. In the mirror, legs spread open in your fucking boxers, okay? You're a little sweaty. You're a little hard, too. You're taking deep breaths, and you're looking at your own eyes in the mirror. Your cock grows. You're not even touching it. Okay, your cock grows just looking at yourself. You go, I'm God. Is this hypothetical? You take deep breaths. You go, I'm God. You take deep breaths. And at this point, your dick is so hard at the thought of you being God that you just explode everywhere. Yeah, mental masturbation. Come, come shoots on the mirror. 
It shoots all over. You get some on your Stop. chest, your legs. And then... Stop. And then you hear... Saranda, the fish head soup's ready. My mom made Saranda soup yesterday. <laughs> and then the man who just busted looking at himself in the mirror goes, Coming, mommy. The, my mom made Saranda soup yesterday. Love you guys. Have a